0: Welcome back to Troubleshooting Agile. This week, we're concluding our interview with Chris Clearfield, author of Meltdown, an expert on postmortems and looking at disasters to figure out why they happened. We're going to talk, uh, we're going to pick up where we talked about tech debt and involving the business in making prioritization decisions about the results of your postmortems. Over to us and Chris.
1: We're talking recently in our, in our- Sort of post mortem process, uh, we we identify CAPAs, you know, corrective and preventive actions, and what we're talking about is being very clear that we take that to the business and get input from sales and account management to say, you know, this because we're talking here after an incident, you know, we we had this we had this outage or we had this degradation. You are already aware of it because you know your clients were impacted. Now, it, since now you're in informed uh, um, uh, participant, you know, here's the work that we think that we would like to do. Is this something that you would support? And the idea is that if the, but they, they are making an informed choice where they know if you say yes, go ahead, we're absolutely going to prioritize this, which means you're going to have to wait for other things, but you have the option of saying no. Chris, what do you think about that?
2: So th- I have, I have, um, I'm of two minds about that which is absolutely getting more voices involved is good and important and I think squirrel your your question goes to that and and Jeffrey this kind of idea or suggestion goes to that um I think though that there is a slight difference between um it's almost the difference between like kind of going to the doctor's office and exercising where where one thing, you know, if you have a cold, you go to the doctor's office and it's like, I have this thing, like, you know, if you asked anybody, like if you called your boss and was like, hey, I have I have a bad cold, um, do you want me to come in or should I go to the doctor's office? They're like, go to the doctor's office, right? It's like this very kind of acute thing that you can imagine a focused effort to to overcome. I think of, of tech debt more as this sort of baseline accretion of problems, which, you know. A postmortem can give you a specific insight onto what some of the problems are and what some of the effects are, but I don't know that that necessarily makes it... What I have seen in organizations that we have worked with, and this may not be universal, is that um, the the line items that come out of a a postmortem, these kind of corrective and preventative actions that are at the level that an engineer can do in an afternoon, those are easy to bang out, right? They 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 become a Jira ticket and then they, you know, somebody at some point is like, all right, it's Thursday afternoon. Like my meeting just got canceled. I'm going to, I'm going to bang out this, this ticket. And like, I'm going to, you know, fix the way that this lookup happens or whatever the kind of individual point thing is, or often, and I don't know if you guys find this, it's actually already been fixed before the meeting happens because it's clear that that's a thing that needs to happen. Yeah. Um, but i think that the real the trickier bit of prioritization is this idea of this kind of accretive problem you know in in the knight capital case the code that got activated because they were not on their happy path the code that got activated was code that had been disabled but not removed from their um system 9 years previously <laughs> wow right that's a <laughs> long time and so um, you know, the issue there is it's almost like it's the it's the kind of if you don't address this sort of lower level of tech debt um or or kind of engineering development you can think of it, then over time, your development process just gets slower and slower and slower. And so I, I think that it's easier to ask when you've had a specific failure, it's easier to ask that question. Um, you know, should we fix this or should we implement the next feature? but kind of I think the more broad question is how do we prioritize what is the real way we get the organization to to commit to finding ways to pay down tech debt even if it's not acute if that makes sense
0: mm. yep how do we how do we make sure we're going to the gym every day so we don't get a
1: cold
2: exactly and,
0: or 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 yeah. lose half a billion dollars or lose half a billion <laughs>
1: dollars <laughs> there you go but it's when i I've, I've often used the doctor analogy for this which is more around professional standards and it what i'd say is you know you don't uh, you don't when you're going to have surgery you know the doctor doesn't check with you and say you know would you like me to wash my hands first
2: mm. it's it, there's you know, just this like baseline level yeah what mm-hmm. it means to be
1: professional and and it's right. it's it's not optional it's it's professional Practice, um, and I think there's some of the things we've we, yeah. we one thing you would know about from aviation training is sort of the safety checklist, right? And um, you know, if you uh, I I used to fly uh, gliders, so sailplanes, and cool. and uh, you know that was I'm going to go rent the glider, I'm going to do the wing walk, I'm going to walk around, check everything, check you know all the screws and to have uh, <laughs> you know have wire through them uh, on all the on all the control surfaces. That's not optional. Right, uh, and 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 I think that's it. it there's so there, I but I, I, for me, I think we're kind of triangulating in here, on like where things, you know, where responsibilities lie. To me, there's a certain amount of practice that is simply professionalism that you just do, and you know, you 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 should all have it talk about it. That that's our culture here, but it's not discussable for people outside of the practice, and. And that's different. Where the things I had in mind when I was talking about was growth for cap. is you say, the the thing that you can bring in an hour, we don't take those there. It's more like this is an area that you know we need to make some serious changes, and it's going to be you know a, a, probably a couple of weeks, right? Um, that it, and and so it's visible. And then I think you do have this area in between, which it's it's not something I can do in my routine work, and it's not so big I would go take yes. there and and yet you you find stuff that falls in this kind of middle amorphous zone.
2: Yes. And I I love your model of um kind of informed choice or sort of consent choice from a broader group of stakeholders. And I I think that um one of the challenges that I see is that there are a lot of people in the world talking about tech debt now. Um We've been in companies where, you know, they talk about they want engineers to spend 20% of their time paying down tech debt, which is, I mean, that would be an admirable goal. Um, I think the challenge is that that doesn't always get kind of folded into um, the KPIs or the revenue goals or the feature goals or the product roadmap or or whatever. When you think about, you know, when you think about, well, we think this is a, you know, this is a thing that is going to take this, you know, this team of of um, five engineers, three months to do, do you actually have five engineers? <laughs> I should have used four engineers to make the math easier. Um, four engineers, three months to do, do you have four engineers or do you have five engineers? Because if if 20% of the time is being spent paying down tech debt, then you've got to have five engineers to to kind of do that work. If your stated commitment and your kind of actualized commitment is to follow through and and do that. So I think that's one area where at the high level, at the at the very senior level, and whether it's just the technology part of the organization or it's across the board, there has to be at least a commitment to having that discussion in a realistic way so that the the policy that's pushed out the door is not a fantasy document, but it is a kind of real policy that things can tie to.
0: And that's the danger I always see whenever, whenever I see someone trying to do 20% time. I always say, um, are, are you sure you're not actually just doing 120% time? By which I mean they, they put on the four engineers and then say, well, you just stay a little longer. And and that'll be your 20%. It'll be the 20% of the 120%, which doesn't add up and doesn't, of course, scale or, or work. Um, my, my favorite way is actually to make sure that it's in, and this is very hard to get both buy-in outside and inside the development team, is to make sure that the the amelioration, the remediation work is folded into the work that you do every day. And so you wind up fixing it in the areas where you're working and you get um, uh, estimates that include it, but that's hard. That's hard to do, as Jeffrey says. It's it's um, not natural
2: for uh, software people to estimate that way. Totally. And and I, I, I Jeffrey, the thing that one of the things I really do like about your approach and the way you're thinking about it is um, one of the consequences of the way of doing it that way is you could actually say, okay, well, we we are deciding to prioritize this, and now we are going to spend our next, you know two sprints working on this problem instead of this feature. And I think that there is a real power of organizing things in that way and budgeting things in that way, rather than it being this, as you said, the 120% time, basically. Indeed,
0: I think I might actually have to call a halt here we're, we're, um, We've been going for quite a while I think we're going to break this up into several Podcasts, we might get quite a number of episodes <laughs> Out of this, because we've just been going I, th- I think we, sh- we could go all night Indeed, maybe we should Have uh, Chris come back on sometime and, and listeners can certainly let us know if, uh, if they've enjoyed both this format Should we have more guests like Chris And uh, should we have uh, Chris come back And talk to us um, But uh, in the interest of, of coming to some kind of end uh, Before before the heat death of the universe. Um, uh, Chris, would you like to just give us... I know, but having fun. It's great. It's wonderful, but uh, we do have to stop. Uh, um, Chris, can you tell us how we get your book? Is there Are there other ways for people to get in touch with you? If people have been excited by hearing from Chris, what what do they do next?
2: Um, yes. So assuming Twitter is up, uh, I am at Chris Clearfield on Twitter. Um, ChrisClearfield.com is my website, and the book website is uh, MeltdownBook.net. Um, and those are kind of good places to to start and connect. I'm not super active on Twitter, but um I spend 20% of my time. No, no, <laughs> no. Um I, you know, spend, spend spend some time there. Um, uh LinkedIn also if people want to connect and and reach out. Um and yeah, and then you know, we have sort of stuff scattered all over the 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 properties on the on the web. And most of that stuff is referenced from my website and the book's website, you know, shorter articles and and things like that. Um, but I would want to also thank you guys because this was really um, squirrel. You're right. I think I could talk about this stuff forever. Uh, and I, you guys are have been really great, and I really appreciate your engaging um, with me and and with this material and and for your attention and the opportunity to to chat. So thank you.
0: Fantastic. All right. Well, uh, listeners, if you've enjoyed this, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be back every Wednesday with more from troubleshooting agile and, uh, maybe with interesting guests like Chris and, and discussion about all of these fantastic topics. So, uh, do hit that subscribe button in your, in your app of choice and, uh, make sure you're, you're here to hear us. And, and we love to hear from you as well at troubleshooting where you've got Twitter and email and all the other good things for getting in touch with us. All right, Jeffrey, we'll be back next week. Thanks very much.
1: Thank you.